Good morning. Happy Sunday. Hope we are all good. If you're coming in, say hello and let me know you are in. So, wanted to jump on today and speak about the fact it's four years since um, first daughter was born, which is crazy, crazy how quick time flies. And and it just reminds me, every time there's a birthday or anything like that, morning Cheryl, it just brings back to that perception of how precious time is. Like, it probably seems longer the amount of times we were in the birthing suite, the amount of time we were in the birthing suite with her. She's four tomorrow, four years ago. Literally, it only feels like yesterday. But that night and day when I would say, you're nearly there to Mrs. Frucci and another hour would pass, another hour would pass. And the midwife would say, yeah, you're another half a centimetre dilated. And I'd just be sat there going, what do I do now? What do I say now? You're doing well? I don't know if you are. Like, that was the truth. It was it was very awkward. But <laughs> that, that passed and it was a moment where you're very grateful that I didn't have to go through that bit. But anyway, my point is that Four years has passed now, and it, and everyone says this: how quickly you know time flies with like kids. Before you know it, they grow up. And people say this to you, and I've even said when people have said this to me, yeah, yeah, whatever. But now I'm thinking, yeah, I'm starting to believe it. You know, school now this year, and it just flies by. You know, yeah. But I want to talk about a research study that came up when they interviewed people aged ninety to one hundred, and not only did they find that these people had five times better mental health statuses than people than the people in their 50s obviously there's always drawbacks to studies but just sharing with you but they also found that they had a good work ethic a strong family bond were generally positive thinkers and I know that's a that's a very cliche thing to say positive thinking doesn't mean you neglect negatives it means you perhaps learn from the negatives they're there for a reason to maybe push you to do something more positive. But the last one was had a tendency to control. And the researchers, what they meant by this is to the tendency to control, which seems to be a desirable trait as they are true to their convictions and care less about what others think. So they found that what they did was based on their happiness rather than someone else's. So I'll repeat that. What they did was based on their happiness rather than someone else's. And the important thing remember here is it, it, I've spoken about this a lot with you know public speaking fear of that first session fear of reaching out fear of having a one-to-one like I said all, most of the ladies when we have our kicks that one-to-one they say like looking forward to it but really nervous about starting something new and that's completely normal but they're putting their health or happiness first whatever it is could be public speaking could be applying for that job and me, me included the amount of times when I've like me you like me have probably said, yeah, I really want to do that, but there's that fear and anxiety in the way that stops us doing something because when you dig deep down, it's probably a fear of looking silly, fear of failure, when actual fact, who actually cares if you fail? Who actually cares? It's only on you. That's literally it. But anyway, morning, Sue. And on this tendency to control, if you think about the most of the things that most people will be talking about now and how much energy they focus there, me included, I'm guilty of this too, the weather, Brexit, lockdowns, COVID, you know, it's hard not to focus on it. Of course, roadworks, email, car broken down, you know, all these things that we, we do. Now, the thing is, this, like I said, this takes up a lot of energy and energy that could be spent on ourselves, on our, on our own energy levels, on 
on our own happiness, on our own development, on doing things that maybe are a bit scary, but it seems more comfortable not to. But the important thing to remember is that your body doesn't really care where you exercise, where you do it, what you do. The thing is, your body only really cares that you do it. Your health only really cares that you do it. Your blood sugar levels only really care that you do it. Your cholesterol levels only really care that you do it. Your stress levels, your dopamine, your good endorphins, they just care that you get it done, whether it's outside, inside, DVD, if they still make them, whatever it is that you just get it done. Now, this is a um, cool little task to do, and it, it just brings us back to kind of where we are now to see it. So if you take a paper, like a squared piece of paper or an Excel document, and then colour in the square for every year you've been alive, so if you're 50, you colour 50 squares in. Now you put a black mark next to 82, that's the average lifespan, and then you look at the gap between the colours, the black mark and where where you are, because that's how long you have left. And I know this is like a, on average, a visual thing just to see and actually go, actually, you know what, Those what are my fears at the moment? What's stopping me doing X, Y, and Z? And I bring this up because most of the time, it is literally that fear of looking silly to someone who you probably don't even care about. And I'm telling you this because no one wants to have regrets. And I always say this, it's so, such a weird thing. But So when my mum passed away when I was 12, a few years later when I kind of digested it properly, if you like, I always say, oh yeah, life is really precious. You need to just do what you do what you kind of want to do, right? But then you kind of just get sucked into the day-to-day things and you forget that until something comes up. And I bring this up because the other day one of the ladies said, you know, she had a health scare recently and suddenly now her health, she's like, has to take priority now. I have no choice. And it's always something like that or something like, unfortunately, bad news that really brings it to and goes, yeah, yeah you need to focus on your values. Go straight back to what you're, why you're doing it. And it's like some of the reasons, and we go through this in our one-to-one at the start. Some of these say things like, you know, I want to be there for my kids, my grandkids. I want to be able to throw them around a bit. I want to be able to chase them around a bit. I don't want to not be able to go swimming with them. All these things that mean so much more in terms of their happiness. And I'm saying this because when you can relate that to a value that you hold really strongly, this weight loss stuff, this exercise stuff becomes so much easier because you're not just losing weight you know to to fit in with society or fit in with these clothes that you think you should enjoy wearing more what you're doing now is saying i'm going to do this exercise session i'm going to do this because i want to throw my grandkids around i want to run around after them and all of a sudden you're tying something that you really value looking after others and that's the thing that comes up all the time definitely more common along women that tendency to want to make sure everything else is everyone else is okay dinner's on the table wherever you need to go, what clubs, obviously not at the moment, but homeschooling, all these things. Generally, generally, I'm saying, you will worry about that a lot more and that means a lot and that's great. So how can you tie in something else that means a lot to you with that? So, okay, if I get my, if I exercise today, that's going to increase my chances of being able to do this, do this with you, go swimming with them. When it opens up, I'm going to do that with you. I'm going to, chase you around, run, run around, all these things that get un, up and down off the floor easier, be less out of breath, climbing stairs, running up a hill, whatever it is, 
you relate it to something that really means something to you, then it becomes easier to do. Now, that was a bit of a tangent, but my point in this is sometimes we, when you think about this stuff, it prompts us to take action. That's what I love about it. It can sometimes be quite hard to look at, but sometimes be quite a nice thing to look at, to see how precious life is. You know, we just take day by day. It's Sunday today. It'll be Monday tomorrow. It'll be Tuesday the day after. Kind of just get into the roll of it. And we often protect ourselves with, protect ourselves from that fear, from that change. But anyway, tangent over. Life is precious. And the key is making the most of it, but deciding, the key really is here, is deciding what making the most of it means to you. That's the key question. What does making the mo- most of it actually mean to you? Anyway, hope that helps. I'm going to get the babies up soon. They are awake. They're just messing around. And um, probably throw them around, have a troll party. They're addicted to trolls at the moment. If anyone's never watched Trolls, it's actually a really good film. Surprised me, actually. I put it on, I was like, where are they watching Trolls from? Where did this come from? And I've actually got into it. It's one of those ones where I'm now going, do you want to watch Trolls? Rather than them going, can we watch some random thing? I'm like, can we watch Trolls? Yeah, the music's good. Upbeat, some great quotes in there. Anyway, less of that tangenting. Have a great day, okay? And any questions, let me know. Speak soon.